Hey everyone, this is Jamie. I'm uh, just leaving town here to go get my dogs. They're in a kennel. Don't really have anything super important to talk about. Just wanted to get something down. Practice speaking and recording and being uh, out there and heard. So I just watched a couple of guys um, over in the parking lot. I went through the Tim Hortons drive-thru, got myself a coffee. And one guy, man, oh man, he is sketched out. Tattoos on his face and everything else. And I don't know if you're sensitive to that kind of thing. Hope it don't hurt your feelings or whatever. Having tattoos on your face. But having tattoos on your face, you're going to draw a certain kind of attention to yourself. Whether you like it or whether you don't. You had to know going in that would be an issue. Anyways, some guy pulled up in a minivan and got out and they're having a conversation and they're looking trying to look like movie uh movie gangsters homies if you will uh they failed drastically the sketched out guy has a black sweater with fuck the police written in big gold letters on the back he's you know he's obviously pretty hardcore i don't know what kind of shit this guy's into but he was into a lot of it yeah and you, you could tell it was outwardly noticeable anyways I was looking at them thinking maybe I'm watching some kind of drug deal go down, you know, some kind of hardcore criminal activity. And the guy in the minivan, little guy, not that big, pulls out a pair of running shoes. Now, to be to be uh, fair, <clears throat> they were pretty gangster-looking running shoes, but appeared to be the extent of the deal. I didn't see any money change hands. Maybe the uh, tennis shoes were loaded up with crack cocaine or something a little more gangster in there, but... As I drove by them, I got my coffee, and I was, uh, I saw there was a rather large middle-aged lady st- standing outside of the minivan, possibly the little guy's mom, I don't know. guess, in the end, it wasn't a hardcore gangster, drug-fueled, underworld sort of transaction, it was just a pair of shoes going from one guy to another with, with mom's blessing and, uh, she provided the ride in the Grand Caravan. Gangsters in St. Thomas. For those of you who don't know, St. Thomas is a little town. 30, oh, I think we're up to 40,000 now. 40,000 people. Southwestern Ontario, just uh, not far outside of London. If you don't know where London is, if you're uh, not from around these parts. By Canadian standards, it's a decent-sized city. It's not huge, 400,000 maybe. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of part way between Toronto, if you've heard of that, and Detroit, which you probably have heard of because Detroit made news a while ago as just being a pretty bad place to hang out. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? We're in May here, May 4th. Uh, I guess that's Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Funny thing. I'm a Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. I've taken my oldest son... Uh, through the Star Wars movies in chronological order. Numbers 1 through... What are we up to now? 8? 1 through 8. Uh, 9's just about to come out. I think it's coming out Christmas. I haven't seen Solo yet, but I have seen the other sort of spin-off movies. Now, my youngest son, he's getting to the age... He's He knows kind of the Star Wars characters. He knows who Darth Vader is. He knows the Stormtroopers and stuff, but he's never actually seen the movies. So I think what I might do with him is take him through the movies in their release order. 
So we'll start with New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then go to the other ones. And it's a little jumbled, but that's the way I saw them, so that's the way we'll, we'll see with him. My other son, he likes Star Wars, he's a fan, uh, by seeing them in chronological order. Yeah, I don't know if that'll make a difference in the overall Star Wars experience, but maybe they'll compare notes when I'm when I've passed on and I'm pushing up daisies and they can talk about how they first got to experience Star Wars and how it was different for them. I don't know. Probably not. That's not, that's not something people will ever do. But, I don't know. We'll see. What else? Uh, I was in a place today called Chatham. Uh, it's about an hour, a little more than an hour from St. Thomas. Also in Ontario, for those of you who are unfamiliar. Uh, it's quite a place. Last night, actually, we went to Chatham. My daughter had a dance competition there. And we uh, went downtown, and we're, our, our hosts in Chatham, one of them is, is a cop there, and he said, the place you're going, the Capitol Theater it's called, there's no place to park. So park in TD, parking lot, park you know, around the businesses in the area, park in those parking lots. We don't enforce the, the parking there, so it'll say no parking, just do it anyways. So there was no parking in any of those places. So I found a nice little parking spot a couple blocks away. We walked. It was quite a show. Uh, coming back, we walked up to a place. Uh, uh, the place we were parked behind, actually, was a, a gentleman's club. Uh, seemed to be fairly well known to the, to the Chatham locals, but not to us out-of-towners. Parked behind there. There was no problem. Everything was fine until we were leaving. We were backing away, and there was a man... Uh, relieving his his bladder it was a little more full than he'd like and he was letting her loose in full public view it was dark thankfully but not uh, not dark enough he was standing on Main Street Chatham he turned his back to the to the main traffic to face us in the parking lot and proceeded to uh, relieve himself that's uh, a memorable experience in Chatham and not one I was after, not what I was there for, but, you know, it's one of those things you don't forget. So that's Chatham. I covered St. Thomas. Uh, uh, what else? Right now I'm driving to a place. It doesn't have a name. It does, probably, to people who live there, but it's out of town. Kind of between London and St. Thomas. Dog place. I took my dog, my big dog there, for uh, obedience training a while back. He failed. He's... Uh, He's big and he's dumb, but he's friendly. So that's really uh, the, the trainer there, the one lady told me that's, yeah, you know what? He's, he's kind of dumb, but at least he's friendly. So when the dog trainer tells you that your dog is stupid and can't be trained, lets you know where you stand. He's a good guy though, I guess. I like him. The other dog I don't like very much, but we've had him for a while now. So I haven't been able to get rid of him. When he eats things on the ground, I don't stop him. Hopefully one of them is poisonous. And it takes care of itself, but so far, not so good because he's still kicking. Uh, oh, there's sheep. I just drove by a bunch of sheep. I've been up and down this road like seven million times in my life. I've never seen sheep there before. Exciting stuff. Uh, let's see, life and times. What's going on in life and times of moi, yours truly? I am expecting a baby. Uh, not till October. It's May right now. I think I said May the 4th. Uh, October 11th, I think, is the due date. We're assuming it's a girl. Haven't found out yet, but 
That's the assumption based on my wife's previous child rearing experiences. Uh, this pregnancy is girl, girl-like. So, gonna have a girl. That'll make number four. Uh, what else? Let's see, I'm going back to work here on uh, Wednesday. I'll be flying out, going to a place I've been before. I had to do a physical. They were very, very thorough. I didn't have to do the turn your head and cough test. I don't know if they still do that one. I didn't have to do it. But they asked me about every x-ray I've ever had, every broken bone I've ever had, which is none, by the way. Um, any sprains, any dislocations, anything like that. They're really, really like, yeah, anything ever in my life. I don't remember half the shit that's happened in my life. I guess I'd remember broken bones and stuff, but... Ah, anyways... There's that. They wanted to know what any over-the-counter medications I've taken in the last two weeks. So I, like, I had an Advil and a, a cold pill, and they wanted to know, like, why'd you take the Advil? What day did you take the Advil? How many times did you take it? And same thing with the cold pills. Like, easy, easy, fellas. I'm not a drug addict. I took an Advil, and I had to do a drug test. I peed in a cup and uh, to blow into the alcohol box. Passed both. I'm not a about to fail drug tests and stuff like that I mean I, I, I like to smoke weed on occasion that's my uh, one and only drug but that's quite infrequent for those of you who don't live in Canada cannabis is legal here it's not against the law however workplaces some of them uh, have got policies in place that if you're found with it in your system they can fire you and all this other stuff I don't know how that works I mean, I can understand you don't want to be have people high at work. That's fine. I get that. But if I'm done work and some people go home and slam beers all night, if I want to go home and smoke a joint, I'm disqualified from future work because I'm clearly uh, a danger to myself and others. <sighs> It'll catch up. It's a new law. It only came into effect uh, in October. So it's only been, what, five, six months? I don't even know. I could probably do the math. October. November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Seven months. <laughs> so it's been around seven months. So I guess the businesses and, and policies and stuff like that will have to catch up to the new reality of the world that uh, here in Canada, cannabis is a legal substance. We'll see what happens with all that. Anyways, if you can hear by the clicking of my turn signal, I'm at the place to get the dogs. So I will end this one. Add some background music and put it up. All right, peace out, homies. Bye, bye, bye.